Herzlich willkommen, Sie Namgela, and welcome to the Bundesliga Connection with Chris Harrington on the SL Podcast in partnership with DW Berlin. Time for the latest from Germany's domestic football league, the Bundesliga. And for that, we are joined by DW Sports correspondent, Mr. Chris Harrington from our partner station, Deutsche Welle in Berlin. Now, Chris, Bayern Munich have scored eight times in the last two matches. Uh, they had no issues with Hoffenheim recently, and they also managed to get some revenge in the process. Indeed, they did. You know, I did not expect any different from the defending champions, Bayern Munich. You know, as the old expression goes, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. Byron is a side that learns from their mistakes and they proved it against Hoffenheim. I also didn't expect Boateng to get on the score sheet, his first goal in the league. And we all know Boateng is departing at the season's end. So it's nice to see him contribute. I mean, he is a favorite of flicks. But all in all, Byron is just too good and impressive. Thomas Müller had one hell of a match. Serge Gnabry netted his first goal since October. And uh, after the match, I found it interesting what Gnabry had to say in talking about Byron's secret. He's saying uh, he doesn't know what the secret is. They had a good match, but he did admit they had a lot of chances. They could have been more clinical and could have scored more goals. It comes down to that. I mean, even their head coach, Hansi Flick, chimed in with similar sentiment after the game. He says he's there's never a game where he's completely satisfied. They always review the tape. They always think back of how they can improve. You know, Byron obviously are increasing their lead at the top of the table. At least there was a 10-point lead before Leipzig kicked off later on. You know, but Byron are getting it done. As I mentioned, too many weapons. Uh, and I did like what uh, Captain Manuel Noya as well had to say. He talked about how hard they train in practice and they train to execute and get it done. Well, Byron have uh, gotten it done and I didn't expect any different. Like I said, I mean, Hoffenheim, you, you could argue it was lightning in a bottle, you know, when they defeated Byron the first time in the season. They had to pull off the perfect match, which they did. Byron got the a long-awaited payback. Byron have Hanta next. Uh, that was a thriller last time. There were seven goals scored in that match and it went Byron's way. But uh, Hanta is such in a rut right now. I expect it to be a walk in the park for Bayern, hence increasing their cushion at the top of the table. Now, Chris, staying on the topic of Bayern, they apparently had a secret meeting with uh, RB Leipzig centre-back Upamecano, uh, who's also a Manchester United target. What is the latest on that, the secret meeting? And also fill us in on RB Leipzig's very narrow victory over uh, Bayer Leverkusen. Yeah, Dayan Upamecano, he's on everyone's radar. You know, Bayern Munich made it clear recently, you know, publicly that they're interested. They want to know, you know, if a team inquires uh, about him, making possibly triggering that release clause. Well, you know, uh, rumor has it that uh, Bayern, the sporting director, was caught in a parking garage with the representation of Upamecano uh, prior uh, to this past weekend's action. But his agent just came out and said that he's going to join one of uh, two English clubs. And uh, my pick is Chelsea or Manchester United. One of those. Now, who knows uh, how solid that information is from the agent, but that's bad news for Bayern, definitely, uh, considering they're trying to pull off some sort of uh, James Bond-style secret meeting with some representation, plucking the top talent from other teams like you know they've done in the past. Uh, but uh, it looks like it's not going to work out. Now, as far as Leipzig's match with Leverkusen, Leverkusen is a side that's just 
had uh, has been rotten lately. You know, they've only picked up uh, four matches in their last seven, four points, excuse me, in their last seven matches. You know, but this uh, match was a tooth and nail uh, battle between two top teams. It ended with Unkuku coming through, you know, for uh, the Bulls, uh, giving them the victory. You know, I did expect it to be a high-flying performance, but it looked like caution won, uh, and the chances were few and far between between both sides. You know, but Leipzig at the end of the day got it done because Leipzig, as I mentioned in the past, you know, haven't been as stellar as they have been, but they did catch uh, Leverkusen at a bad time. I think Leverkusen, if they had momentum behind this, maybe we'd see a different outcome. It wasn't the case. Leipzig, you know, uh, stayed within that seven-point cushion of uh, Bayern Munich. You know, and uh, Leverkusen, you know, are, are going to really have to see what they're going to do moving ahead. They host Stuttgart next. Leipzig have a walk in the park there at Schalke. Everyone's punching back right now. So I expect Leipzig to stay on track, and we'll have to see if Leverkusen can get back on track. Now, speaking of contenders, Dortmund finally bounced back. Uh, they snapped their winless run with an Augsburg victory. Uh, they've been up and down this season all over the place, despite uh, the amount of talent that they have in that side. How much do you think not having fans in the stadium is affecting them this season? Now, the fans, you know, Sigdal Iduna Park, known as that 12th man, always giving Bayern that extra boost. And you're talking about 80,000 Fans, they have a yellow wall, the ground shakes, and so forth. Definitely a bonus to have that behind you, you know. But uh, their sporting director made it clear prior to this match with Augsburg, they urgently needed points, and they got them. And they got some payback because Augsburg did defeat Lucien Favre back then when he was uh, controlling uh, Dortmund. You know, but in this match particularly, you have to consider where they were at the table. They were seventh in the table coming into this match. They desperately need to return to the Champions League. They have a lot of young talent that, that want to play in the Champions League as well. Sometimes that comes as, a, as a, you know, a, a, a prerequisite on their uh, contract and so forth. You know, so Saturday's game against Augsburg seemed to follow the same script, you know, uh, like against Leverkusen and Gladbach, both losses for Dortmund defensive lapses, cheap goals, and so forth. And then Dortmund never got, get things going. Well, uh, after Andre Hahn, I thought, you know, that was going to be the case. But then Delaney came through and leveled. And then we saw a second half that we've been waiting to see from uh, Dortmund, led by uh, Jaden Sancho. Jaden Sancho and the other young stars. Ellen Holland missed a penalty. Okay, that happens sometimes. But he needs to step it up and make sure he converts those because Dortmund need all the points they can get, considering – they're not even in the top four right now, you know? So Jaden Sancho having a good game, you know, uh, he, he talks about after the game, he talked about fighting spirit. He believed they can win. And, uh, the, you know, and then the losses were just silly goals and so forth. I think it's silly, you know, for the team not to be performing better right now, considering their, uh, treasure chest of talent, you know, but Jaden Sancho clicking is a positive. The team definitely has a lot on their plate. They have the champions league coming up. And they don't even know if uh, Ed Antetich is going to be the man moving forward. Now, obviously, this could buy him more time, snapping, you know, a three-game winless run. But the Champions League is going to be uh, a bigger test for them. And then they have Freiburg. I've been talking about Dortmund being on and off. Well, the first time they met Freiburg, they demolished Freiburg for zip. Hopefully, they can stay on and continue that trend because the Bundesliga is a battle uh, on Dortmund's plate uh, as of right now because – they're moving in the wrong direction. The win, though, definitely a step in the right one.
Now, Chris, as always, we end off the show by asking what else has hit your radar in the past week in Germany? Yeah, one thing did hit my radar. Uh, the Capital Club, not uh, head to Berlin, but Union Berlin. We saw a Loris Karios sighting for Union Berlin. You know, uh, he came on after uh, Lota, their number one goalkeeper, came out. You know, uh, Karius, we all know why he's infamous. Remember, he was the reason you could argue Liverpool lost the Champions League to Real Madrid. He had some uh, ridiculous-looking uh, errors uh, between the posts. He he got a, a few minutes in because Luta was out, but Union Berlin made it clear, we're not signing this guy as a second goalkeeper for the price tag he comes with, so he'll be returning back. I thought that was interesting. Also, just another fun fact, if the season were to end today, only Bayern and RB Leipzig would return to the Champions League. Frankfurt and Wolfsburg, who bumped up to third after beating Freiburg 3-0, would replace Dortmund and Gladbach. So maybe the tide is turning. We have to wait and see, you know, uh, what these teams have in store moving forward. But things are changing, and uh, they could stay the same. So that's good for Frankfurt fans and Wolfsburg fans alike. Time will tell, and I'll be here to update you. Well, thank you very much for the Bundesliga update. Mr. Chris Harrington, DW Sports Correspondent from our partner station Deutsche Welle in Berlin. Have a fantastic day further. Danke und auf Wiedersehen. The Bundesliga Connection is a team effort driven by the following incredible individuals. The show is hosted by Slu Paho and Chris Harrington. It is produced by Chris Harrington. It is edited by Aidan Hewitt and Uli Prish. And graphics are provided by Nino Segelen.